it's time to talk sports. 96.5 is 600 KGEZ, and the Knock on Sports is on the air. Here's your host, Anthony Knockreiner. Big Sky will inbound. Chasley New looks over to Trey Reed. Reed, 10 seconds now, has the basketball guarded by Justin Kreit. Drives into the lane, puts up a shot, won't go. Rebound is grabbed by Vanderbosch. No, Olsen. Olsen's shot is up, no good. Bateman's shot won't go, and the Flathead Braves win it, 66-65. Dirk Johnsrud gets his first win as head coach of the Flathead Braves. Yeah, what a moment on Saturday as the Flathead Braves get a big win over the Big Sky Eagles, 66-65. We had the call right here for you on 600 KGEZ and FM 96.5. And I got to say, I really enjoyed uh, that game, calling that game, those moments as well. Uh, always fun when we get some extra overtime basketball. I remember uh, my, one of my first basketball games was Flathead versus, I want to say it was CMR. And that game went into triple overtime. Uh, that was back in the 2016-2017 season. Uh, so a lot of fun Saturday. And like I said, the Braves offensively look like an exciting team. This is a team that I think has got a ton of potential. Flatted Braves were a lot of fun to watch. And it's going to be exciting to see how the rest of the season goes. And the schedule doesn't get any easier for the Braves because they get Hellgate on Thursday at home. And then they get Butte on the road. So two big games this week. And when I think about it as well, when we talk about the schedule, it doesn't matter which team. It could be Glacier. It could be Flathead. Any of the local teams as well. In a shortened season like this, home play, home games are going to be extra important, especially those home conference games. Because, again, you're just not sure what's going to happen on the road. And so you got to make sure that when you're at home and you have an opportunity, you got to take advantage of it. Again, tough weekend uh, for the Glacier Wolfpack as they played Sentinel extremely tough. The boys had Sentinel down, uh, I believe it was two or three points uh, going into the fourth quarter, but Sentinel able to storm their way back. Uh, The Glacier Lady Wolfpack had a tough start against Sentinel down in Missoula on Saturday. And so uh, just a tough one for them, but they did fight their way back as well. So again, uh, just a tough break there for the Glacier Lady Wolfpack for the Flatted Bravettes and head coach Sam Tudor, much like Dirk Johns root on Saturday. Uh, coach Tudor picked up his first win as the Bravettes head coach. Uh, and so 47-40 was the final on there. Claire Converse uh, with 16 points in the contest. A big night for her. That's a career high for her. Uh, in in games. So again, uh, props to Clear Converse for an outstanding job on Saturday afternoon. And they get ready for a tough team as well in the Hellgate Lady Knights who uh, they just knocked off capital. So going to be in a very interesting week here for the Kalispell schools. The schedule does not get any easier. Uh, before we dive into my Western AA Power Rankings and more into high school basketball from this past week, let's get you a knock-on sports scoreboard update. Right now, Ohio State and Alabama get ready to battle it out for the college football national title. Will the Buckeyes grab another victory, or will Saban add another national championship to his trophy case? NBA action right now. The Knicks trail Charlotte 47-43 with 2.30 to go in the second quarter. At halftime, Milwaukee leads Orlando 63-54. Philadelphia leads Atlanta 30-23 in the first quarter. Indiana takes on Sacramento later tonight. 
NBA, or, uh, men's college hoops. Colorado defeated Utah 65-58. to And Bradley takes on Northern Iowa a little later tonight. So we have got uh, some college basketball and, uh, like I said, college football to finish this, finish the season, essentially. The College National Championship should be an exciting night. Uh, we'll keep you up to date with scores uh, throughout the night tonight here on the Knock On Sports. The Knock On Sports is sponsored by Whitefish Credit Union. All guests join us on the Whitefish Credit Union hotline. And tonight, you can expect to hear from head coach of the Flathead Braves, Dirk Johnsrud, as we get his thoughts on the win over Big Sky and the loss to Sentinel and preparing for the Hellgate Knights and the Butte Bulldogs later this weekend. We'll get his thoughts on those games. Bottom of the hour, Paul Schwedelson from the Bozeman Daily Chronicle will join the program as he covers Montana State. We'll get his thoughts on all the action that happened with Coach Jeff Choate, what it means for Montana State that he's sticking around, and what might have happened had Jeff Choate been uh, picked up by Boise State to be their head coach. We'll talk about all that and more along with Montana State basketball with Paul Schwedelson. The Knock On Sports is sponsored by Whitefish Credit Union, helping you plan and succeed for today and always. You can contact them at 862-3525. So into my Western AA Conference power rankings we go. Last week, as I revealed my preseason power rankings for the conference, Sentinel was at the top. Hellgate second, Butte third, Glacier fourth, Flathead fifth, Capital sixth, Helena seventh, and Big Sky eighth. Those were your boys' rankings uh, in the power rankings last week. This week, we've seen some interesting results. When you look at the boys' score from Saturday, on the western side, Hellgate 55 over Capital 44, Sentinel 61, Glacier 52, Butte 62, Helena 39, and as we mentioned, Flathead 66, Big Sky 65, final in overtime. When I look at the Western AA Conference, again, Sentinel, uh, I, I think the question is, again, they're going to be a good basketball team, but the question is, is once they do get their legs going here, how good is this team going to be? Are they going to be a team that a lot of other teams can definitely chase after? So far, it looks that way. Flathead played close with them. Glacier obviously had a lead against them at one point. But again, all these teams are only going to get better. So how much of the margin really starts to get closer or starts to spread apart when teams take on the Sentinel Spartans? But they remain as my number one team in the West on the boys' side. Uh, you look at the Hellgate Knights. They are number two. Uh, the Knights took down the Helena schools. They have shown they have plenty of fight, and in fact, that Raleigh isn't there means this team isn't done competing for championships. Capital comes in at number three with one and one. The Bruins edged out a win over the Bulldogs. Capital did fall to Hellgate, fifty-five to forty-four. I definitely underestimated this Bruins team as they are playing tougher and they can definitely score. The Bruins look like a team that will definitely be competing for home playoff position. And I guess, and I'll get into my final point here with the Western Double Conference in a little bit, but Cap. Capital, again, a team I, I really didn't know a whole lot about. I just knew that they lost a lot from last season. So far, it looks like they've been able to replenish their ranks. Number four is Butte. The Bulldogs in at one and one. The Bulldogs lost a tough one to Capital, but rebounded against Helena. The Bulldogs have a potent team. No question about that with guys like Blake Dracos, Billy Kelly, Jake Olson, Kale Stenson, and others. Uh, the Flathead Braves, when they see them on Saturday in Butte, that is going to be a tough matchup, but a big one that I think the Flathead Braves will have to win if they want to put themselves in position again to be a home playoff team, along with the same for the Glacier Wolfpack. Number five is those Flathead Braves. Again, the offense, no question about that. They've got it with the Braves scoring 60-plus points in both games that they've played so far. 
question will be is how much can this defense improve and can they cut down the turnovers? If they can do that, they can be a very dangerous team. Again, 25 turnovers on Saturday, way, way too many uh, if you want to stay a winner in the Western AA Conference. Number six, Big Sky. Uh, I might have had Big Sky as my biggest mover uh, this week had they beaten the Flathead Braves and gotten off to a 2-0 start. Uh, but the Big Sky Eagles, they are much tougher. Uh, their first game was canceled against Butte, so we would have been able to see them and what they could have done. Uh, but this team is, listen, with guys like Olsen, uh, Chasley, Du, Trey Reed, Lewis Sanders, that is a really, really good group for Coach Hansen, and they are a real tough one uh, for sure as they get definitely gave all the fight uh, to Flathead and also knocked off Glacier. Now, I know Glacier had 30 turnovers, which is an uncharacteristic of a Mark Harkins team, but again, do not sleep on the Big Sky Eagles. Uh, this is a team that's going to, I think, be really, really competitive, and if you slouch on them, they will, knock, they will put you right to sleep uh, with a loss. Uh, number seven, and again, the Glacier Wolfpack. This is tough. And like I said, I'll get to this is my final point, but Glacier number seven, 0-2, tough week for them. Too many turnovers against Big Sky, lost the lead late against Sentinel. Glacier had them on the ropes and almost took down the Sentinel. Spartans would have been a big win for Glacier and I think really would have put uh, this Western AA Conference really up for grabs had Glacier been able to pull off uh, the win. Number eight, the Helena High Bengals. Uh, again, Helena's defense was tough last year, and I imagine the same. They really gave Hellgate a fight. They were able to fight their way back after being down double digits. Um, again, tough one against uh, the Butte Bulldogs, but I think Helena, again, going to be a tough team. I think they're a team that's going to lean on their defense and try and make uh, your life really miserable on the defensive end. So those are my teams. Uh, number eight, Helena. Number seven, Glacier. Number six, Big Sky. Number five, Flathead. Number four, Butte. Number three, Capital. Number two, Hellgate. And number one, Sentinel. And the way I would look at this as well, and, and yeah, I know I have teams ranked one through eight, but I am telling you this Western AA Conference on the boys' side is extremely tough. I'm not saying it's tougher than the girls. I'm just saying how tough this thing is from one through eight. Uh, anybody can win on any given night. I think that's going to happen throughout the season. There are really, really good battles basketball teams in the Western AA Conference. It is going to be a dogfight. It is going to be an attrition uh, for the title of the Western AA Conference. I don't think anybody is just going to waltz right through this conference. And I don't even think the teams that do get home playoff games uh, in the first week of the playoffs are going to necessarily just waltz into those four seeds. There are really good basketball teams. I think it's going to be battles every single night. And when you look at even the scores on the Western side, you look how, I mean, outside of the Butte-Helena score, Glacier-Sentinel, that was a nine-point game. Uh, Hellgate over Capital, that's an 11-point game. But again, these teams played tough with everybody. You know, Flathead Big Sky, only a one-point differential. This Western Conference, one through eight, is going to be extremely difficult. So even if I have teams that are there, because like I look at Glacier, are they really truly an 0-2 team? No, they're better than that, obviously. Again, tough start in the way they've had to play on who they've had to play. But I know Glacier is better than 0-2. I know Coach Harkins will have that group going here. Um, but again, it, it's just it's going to be that tough in the Western AA Conference uh, to get wins. And I know the coaches know that. They have told me that for sure. Uh, but like I said, this is going to be an exciting race to the finish to watch how this Western AA Conference on the boys' side uh, really plays out. 
When you look at it on the girls' side, and we'll get into the girls' uh, Western Double Conference power rankings, uh, Big Sky remains at the bottom at number eight. Um, more encouraged by their scores against the Kalispell schools. Again, 40 points in both contests when they took on Glacier and took on Flathead. So this team is showing some more signs of being competitive, which you want to see. Again, I'm not a fan of teams being at the bottom uh, and, and just continually and routinely being beaten by double digits. You want to see, like I said, I want to see uh, the conferences look like the Western AA boys where it's just going to be tough night in and night out. Um, but again, Big Sky, like I said, I wanted to see them get better. I wanted to see them be more competitive. And so far we've seen that at least in those last two games. We'll see if it continues as the season goes. Uh, Butte matching up uh, with Helena and, uh, you know, again, tough matchup for them. Uh, tough games against the Helena High Bengals as well as the Capital Bruins. Uh, again, they play close with Helena. Uh, they play tougher uh, with Capital. But again, uh, it's just going to be tough uh, on that girl side when you face the Helena schools. You know they're going to give you a dogfight. They're going to be physical as well. But Butte, again, I like they've got some sharpshooters. They've got some great scorers as well. Uh, Butte's not going anywhere even though they're ranked seventh. I've got Flathead at 1-1. One one, big win over Big Sky. Uh, again, a team that really fought back against Sentinel. Uh, I'm very curious to see how Flathead plays this week against Hellgate. Do they play uh, uh, stronger? Do they play closer uh, with the Lady Knights? That'll be a big question uh, for Coach Sam Tudor and the Bravettes this week. Uh, but Flathead, again, with Claire Converse scoring 16 points, I think with a lot of those players, they start to get a little bit more confidence. Uh, this team could get uh, really good, really hot, really soon. I uh, put Helena at number five. Uh, the Lady Bengals, again, big win over Butte. Uh, this is going to be a tough team. I know they lost to Hellgate, but again, the just the pedigree that Helena has, it's tough for me to just see how this team really falls off. Uh, again, I know I had them ranked lower than that in the preseason because of a young team, uh, but I got to give credit where credit's due, and uh, they jump up ahead of Flathead. Glacier sits at number four. Uh, again, tough loss to the Sentinel Spartans. Again, a game where they played close defensively, but offensively just got off to way too slow a start um, and just weren't able to really rebound from that slow start uh, in the second half. But they definitely played Sentinel a lot closer and were able to make a fight out of it. Uh, again, the next time they see Sentinel, they're just they're hoping to have a, a much better start offensively. Glacier's still going to be a tough team. Uh, number three is the Sentinel Spartans, two and Oak, uh, two wins over the Kalispell schools, obviously sweeping the weekend. Uh, Olivia Huntsinger, you look at uh, Megan Hamilton, Chalice Westwater, uh, Brooke Stainer. I mean, Sentinel, again, has a very, very good team. They've got quality players all over the floor. You talk about Huntsinger, a sophomore, that did some really nice things last week against the Flathead Braves, unfortunately. Uh, but this is a team that's got good, great, good scores. Uh, Chalice Westwater was able to rebound from her tough night Thursday. She was putting some points. I think she got into double figures on Saturday. But again, uh, Sentinel showing that they're not going anywhere. They will be a tough team once again, uh, and it's going to be tough to knock off the Lady Spartans. Number two is Capital at 1-1. One one. Uh, listen, they took on Hellgate. We knew that those two teams, it's going to be a battle between them. It's going to be a dogfight, and just because they lost to Hellgate, I'm not yet ready uh, to move a 2-0 team up above the Capital Lady Bruins. They're a good basketball team. They're co-defending champs for a reason. They bring back a ton of players uh, from that uh, co-champion team last year, and as we heard from coach katie garson forba uh last week uh they feel like there's unfinished business and they want to finish it uh going into this season when they have that opportunity to try and win a state championship so again i've got capital at number two 
uh, even at one and one. And my number one team in the Western AA uh, power rankings in girls basketball is the Hellgate Lady Knights. Big win over uh, Capital. Not easy to do to get a win over that uh, good team. And so credit where credit's due. Hellgate gets the win. Those juniors have been maturing. Those juniors are really good basketball players. And like I said, it's just a, that's a fun matchup between Capital and Hellgate. Uh, as we know, Hellgate's going to have uh, Glacier and Flathead this weekend. And so, uh, once again, they will be tested with two uh, tough teams. But again, Hellgate, my number one team right now. When you beat Capital, you definitely earn that number one spot. We'll have to see how the second matchup goes uh, between Capital and Hellgate. But uh, obviously, the two teams that I thought were going to be really good showed it so. And uh, they're going to be the toughest two teams to knock off from the top of the Western AA Conference power rankings. So again, Big Sky number eight, Butte number seven, Flathead number six, Helena number five, Glacier number four, Sentinel number three, Capital number two, Hellgate, number one in my Western AA Conference girls power rankings for high school basketball. So that's going to wrap it up there. We'll also get into some playoff thoughts here as well as uh, we get ready for Coach Dirk Johnsrud to join us here in just a few minutes. Uh, I, I was happy this past Saturday night. I was a little bit of a nervous wreck watching the Bucks and the Washington football team. Haneke obviously made a name for himself, earned himself some money uh, during the offseason at the very least, the way he played, uh, and definitely looks like a guy could probably be a backup for the next 10 years. I don't know if he's a starter off one game, but at the same time, if you're Washington – Obviously, you have Alex Smith, uh, but you may look at Taylor Hennigy and just go, maybe he could be a guy for us going forward. We'll have to see. Uh, yesterday's games, puzzling decisions by the Titans and puzzling decisions by the Steelers. The Steelers were on their way to coming back in that game against the Browns. Had they gone for it on fourth and one, I think they get it, and I think they would have gone down and scored. Cleveland's offense was struggling and it would have got them closer. I think it would have got them at least within one possession, maybe eight or nine points of the Browns at that point, and who knows what kind of game it would have become then. Uh, but you could just sense that Pittsburgh was really with the momentum. And unfortunately for the, for the Steelers fans, I think just a bad decision by Coach Tomlin to punt there, ride the momentum wave, see what happens there. Because again, it, it, but at that point, you have nothing else to really lose. I know the defense was playing well at that point in the game, but... Again, uh, Cleveland had scored 35 points. It's not like you could really put a ton of faith into your defense at that point. I know the first play started off poorly uh, for Pittsburgh, but again, just a poor decision. And the same thing for Tennessee. You have Derrick Henry. You're telling me Derrick Henry can't get you a yard? Even if it's fourth and two, you're telling me Derrick Henry can't stretch two yards given his big frame? Now, listen, I know Baltimore is a physical football team, but you've got one of the best power backs in the NFL, could potentially be one of the best power backs of all time in the NFL, and you don't use them on fourth down and two. Why not? The, the, the game plan by Tennessee yesterday was puzzling at best. And I know Lamar Jackson's run was big, obviously. Uh, he did some really, really nice things uh, against the Tennessee Titans, and he found a way to get a playoff win, something that he hadn't done before, something that was definitely kind of anchoring him uh, as a player, as a quarterback. And now that he has that first playoff win, can't talk about Lamar Jackson not being able to play well and play in to win in NFL playoff games. Obviously, that narrative changes now. But again, I, I feel like for me, it was more about Tennessee not being willing to gamble in a playoff game. Now, again, I know you've you got to be careful when you're deciding to gamble in those types of games because you're one and done. I mean, if you gamble wrong, it could end up costing you the game. But I think at that point, with as little time as they had, you knew that your defense – I mean, your defense played well, obviously holding Baltimore to 17 points. 
But again, your defense just hadn't played well all season. I just don't know if I would have had that faith. And when you have Derrick Henry, you got to use the big man. But either way, create some interesting matchups uh, as we get ready for the divisional round. Tampa Bay, New Orleans. Uh, you look at Cleveland, Kansas City, Buffalo, Baltimore, and Rams, Green Bay. We'll get into more of my thoughts on those NFL games a little later in the week. But uh, again, I think some big mistakes from two of the wild card teams that costed them their teams, their playoff chances or playoff win, I should say. Uh, again, who knows if they if they would have gone for it on fourth down? Maybe they don't get it. But I think the percentages were higher in their favor uh, than what the coaches alluded to. But uh, exciting playoff, exciting playoffs. I, I like the three games over the two days. I don't have a whole lot to say about Nickelodeon having the game. I didn't watch it because I don't have cable, so I don't have Nickelodeon. The slime thing was kind of cool, but I could feel like that could get real old real fast. I know some friends of mine on social media seem to love it. We should do it more often, but let's slow the roll. It's brand new. It's something kind of cool right now, and yeah, it gained some traction on social media, but that doesn't always end up well later on. So again, slow the roll a little bit. Cool that Nickelodeon did what they did. It looked kind of cool for at least a kid. Uh, if you if you were a little kid that usually watches Nickelodeon and you were watching that game, um, it was kind of cool to see SpongeBob in the uprights and uh, the way they scored a touchdown, not only the slime, but all the colors that went along with it. If you were a kid, and you, you probably enjoyed it. Yeah, I... I was just good watching uh, the national broadcast with uh, Jim Nance and, and, and Tony Romo. So those are my thoughts on the NFL playoffs, Western AA Conference power rankings. Coming up next, we take a closer look at the Flathead Braves, their win over Big Sky and loss to Sentinel with head coach Dirk Johnsrud and how they're preparing for the Hellgate Knights and the Butte Bulldogs this Thursday and Saturday. That's next here on the Knock on Sports.